Well, what is going on, everybody? It's going to be another episode of the Iron Man podcast, episode 274 with Mr. Orange Hat. It's going to be his second appearance on the show. I'll obviously, just like with the DC comic books, I retconned his very first original appearance back in the day, you know, but we managed to get him now officially two times on the show. And what's been going on, man? How are you doing? Uh, not much. Just uh, been writing a story and uh, doing videos. Yeah. So before we get into juicy, like superhero stuff, I'm pretty sure you've heard through the Whispered Network that apparently doesn't exist, but as we know, it does. Colorado and Maine want to take Mr. Donald Trump off the presidential ballot. Crazy. Now, most people would go, God damn, that is that sounds pretty unconstitutional. And no one in the Supreme Court probably should not hear that out. Well, since this is America, and we are a clown world, this is 2024, and people are really, really sensitive and stupid as fuck, what do you guys think really is going to happen? The latter or the former? The latter. Yeah, Supreme Court's actually going to attempt to hear this out. Oh, yeah. What is going on in life, dude? already hearing it out because uh, apparently um, Trump actually went to the Supreme Court in Colorado and is like, yeah, I'm going to challenge this even though they already put him back on the ballot. And it's like, yeah, uh, too late. I'm still going to challenge it. And the same is happening in Maine. They're actually, uh, he's going to challenge that one. And same thing's going to happen because it's like, dude, you guys don't realize you're fucking with somebody who has won at every single attempt for you to stop him. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just really weird, dude, because I never thought it would get, that point like even when they've had other candidates opposing like liberals and left-wing people and democrats and stuff like that it never got to a point where they wanted to remove a person off the ballot like it never got that bad that that means it's gotten so bad to the point where they they know the jig is up with all the bullshit that they've been doing all the laws they've been trying to pass how much they've pretty much ruined the economy of a lot of these different states it's over it's about time. Oh, yeah. The four years are up. It's time to since 2020. Mm-hmm. But was stolen essentially. Be like I know people aren't on Twitter too much, but if you there was this poll about like the votes from Biden and Trump, where you know people parrot the little talking point that Biden was the most voted president. Well, that was by very, <laughs> very fraudulent statistic. First of all, that was by dead people. That doesn't even count because you couldn't even mm-hmm. actually have willingly voted. And second of all, those are also mail-in ballots, too. So, yeah. yeah. Which have been actually proven to have been falsified. Mm-hmm. And tampered with. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember watching the election, and I was like, I, I'm pretty sure he's going to win again. I remember watching live all the all the votes that were tallied up in real time, and I was like, no, he's winning pretty significantly. And then all of a sudden, Joe Biden wins, and you're just like, wait, what? Huh? It's just something's fishy here. Oh, yeah. It was oh, beyond Lord. fishy when Trump's won by a landslide in Pennsylvania, and then suddenly overnight they stop the vote, and then they continue, and it's like, oh, wait, Biden's actually, it's like, not believing that for a second. What'd you guys do? Like, as everyone knows now, these years are up, and laws are getting passed that are completely ridiculous. That whole border crisis thing is just absolutely disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know people... 
have this thing in life still where they kind of want to put their head in the sand when it comes to like politics and stuff, but you really can't be doing that anymore. If you do that, you are just blatantly ignoring a whole bunch of important problems. The reason why they want you to still have that position of like, oh, I don't really care about politics as much. And I don't really care about that stuff. They don't want to have their viewpoints challenge people. That's why they want you to have that position. If you have a position of, I don't want to really care about politics, then they know they already have you. They already have you essentially by that. Mm-hmm. You can't challenge what you don't know or you're not willing to get knowledge of. That's just how it would work. You know, you're probably just going to be yeah. like, oh, it's okay. It's cool. You know, yeah, transing kids is okay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah. actual idiots, man. Holy moly. It is madness. And they actually, I mean, one of the things that I heard. I mean, as much as I support Trump in this case, for the primary myself, personally, I'm going Ramaswamy because the dude is, in all honesty, he's more articulate than Trump, and he's able, or where Trump is a firebrand, and he's firing. Honestly, I think we have three really good ones. I think Trump will have his people. I think Vivek is really talented at what he does. I don't think people have been calling him fake and phony. Only time will tell. You know, there have been some people like that, but only time will tell. I I don't feel that way from him. I mean, I've watched this guy from the very beginning. He seems like a pretty honest guy. I I mean, DeSantis, I even think he's fine. In a perfect world, I think he'd win, actually. I think we have some. I think we have uh, Nikki Haley winning. Is just that would be terrible. Let's just say that. that Nikki bad. Haley is a warmonger, or is a warmonger, <laughs> and she continues to flip flop on things. I mean, she flips more than a flapjack. And more than my like wife in bed, woman, huh? <laughs> more than my wife in bed. <laughs> Good lord, that bitch is a but, uh, yeah. God. And honestly, it's like. In an ideal world, Vivek is the one we deserve, but not the one we need right now. Where yeah. Trump is the one we need and not the one we deserve. <laughs> mm. It's kind of like think, Dark Knight-ish. I think it's just really crazy how things are going to be. Like, it's going to be even worse come the end of the year. Comes the end of the year, oh, it's going to be just absolutely dreadful. <laughs> just oh, they're going to be trying... They're going to be trying everything. I mean, they've already shown that or there's articles being published right now that elections are a threat to democracy. (laughs) Check the New York Times. Yeah. Elections are a threat to democracy, people. And I have said to people several times, Mm -hmm. I was on uh, my friend Janet's uh, Friday Night Shit Show when I first came on. It's like, this is the Mm -hmm. most important video of our time. It's called Republic versus Democracy. What is the United States true form of government? Well, we are a constitutional republic. They have changed things. They have taken the uh, Pledge of Allegiance out of schools. They have uh, start tr- called for the 1619 Project, with pa- which paints a false uh, historical narrative. They have done so many things saying that oh, these pe- are ripping down statues of historical figures, of presidents who have made exceptional marks on society. And yet now it's working. Their their methods have worked. People constantly think we're a democracy. We are not a democracy. We are a constitutional republic, and our only democratic principle that we have is voting. And now yeah. they want to take that away. It's actually, yeah, people, it's a common, I'll say myth, 
but it's something that has the Mandela effect to it. I, I know you know what that means. So for, for mm-hmm. anyone who doesn't know what that means, basically someone will say something that isn't true, but it sounds true. And enough people will start saying it. That's kind of what the Mandela mm-hmm. effect is. So a lot of people have always said we are a democracy. It's literally factually not true. That's yeah, just, it's. I, I don't even know how you people have been saying that your entire life. That's who has who's I mean, been lying to you. I need to find that person and throw a grenade in their house. I mean, per, or well, I mean, if you uh, listen to the Pledge of Allegiance, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America mm-hmm. and to the republic yeah. for which it stands. Mm-hmm. And they also want to say that, well, um, our democracy, our democracy. Yeah, it is your democracy because you want it to be a democracy. Yet I will go with our republic. And honestly, Considering the threat we face as a nation from these people who continue to call our country a democracy, yes, you are entitled to free freedom of speech. There is no denying that. But when you are trying to change the language, change the narrative to mm-hmm. make people believe in something that the U.S. is not, you have mm-hmm. become a threat to the United States government or to the United States and its people. You are literally committing treason by doing this. And everybody's like, well, treason in the law is different from treason uh, or in definition. Treason in the law is you are aiding a foreign country. Well, here's the thing. By um, changing and confusing the people of the United States, you are thereby helping our enemies by making us weaker. There is a real argument to be made that the Democratic Party is literally guilty of treason under that alone. And they have Mm -hmm. done it with malice. They have done it. So it is indeed provable. Not only that, the Mm -hmm. Democratic Party, the Democrat Party, is Mm -hmm. literally in name against everything that our forefathers have stood for because our forefathers didn't Mm -hmm. want a democracy in our nation. That is why when Benjamin Franklin left the Constitutional Convention, he said, we are a republic if you can keep it. Yeah. Needless to say, you know how kids use that saying nowadays, that take age very well. Just saying that there are a lot of takes those guys had back in the day. Those takes of age just like find the finest wine ever. So the reason why there's that one clause in there of voting is because basically the idea of voting is like it gives the people the chance to put the elected officials that they want. Mm-hmm. In the position of power to make better decisions for the av- average everyday common person, yep, to live. That's why. So if it ever got to a point where a bunch of like Republicans weren't doing their job, you could vote the you could you as the people could vote them out. Well, it turns yep. out you know our system's been polluted for a very very long time. Let's just say that you know people got to the point where traditional values ended up becoming. I don't know what kind of freaking life people have lived. I try to, dude, I always try to understand. I always try to. But when you get to a point like we did last year, where there was, remember that narrative that traditional wives were slaves? It's like, how dis, how just diluted yeah. have our lives become? What's I mean, so bad about this life? <laughs> they constantly love to shit on the traditional lifestyles, traditional values. It's because those are the values that have held us together. And them constantly saying, well, we need or you need to accept a new way of life. No, we don't. Mm -hmm. 
not if that life is destructive to our society in the future, which is exactly what it is being done right now. Everybody loves to call it, oh, it's progressive. No, it isn't. It's regressive. You are forcing people to do things against their will. And also, when it comes to voting, it isn't even in our country, it isn't even majority rule. Mm -hmm. Because again, that is the democratic way of life where we are not a democracy. We are not majority rule. That's yeah. why we have an electoral college. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's been a, all, all those systems, they just, and that's another way, reason why they want to abolish it is because they want yeah. a democracy. And it's like, I'm sorry, but if you try this, I believe that every person who is against this way has every right to stop the government by any means necessary because that government has become a threat to the people. Yeah, I'm going to definitely make my way out to vote coming up very, very soon. Oh, yeah. I gotta, I'm, I'm pretty sure because I realized how important it really was. I can't believe I actually had that mindset. I, I, I found myself with this. I had that mindset of like, I don't really care for politics too much. It's, it's not that important to me. No, that's that was the wrong mindset to have. That's that's bad. That's you have to care about this stuff. It's getting it's not just getting to a point where it's so bad. It's like if that's the that's the mindset they want you to have. They want you to be you put your head so far in the fucking sand, you just don't care about this, you know? Or it's easier for them for mm -hmm. you to not care, I would say. And the last thing I'll tackle on before we go to the other other stuff is um <laughs> just the uh, the Nikki <laughs> part was like Nikki is corrupt. There's the GOP <laughs> debate, and then people kept bringing up all oh, Miles Morales is Miles Morales. <laughs> oh my god! What is wrong with people? <laughs> I hate the internet. <laughs> it's such a cesspool. I mean, speaking of Miles Morales, I I'm actually writing a uh, dark Marvel story where it's literally a tainted universe where everything that is heroic about the marvel heroes is actually villainous where they are all yeah. villains instead of heroes they're all tyrants and instead of the avengers they're the overlords and whatnot and i've literally created a character to go into that universe and systematically yeah. kill all of those heroes because they are the greatest threat to that or to the prosperity of the planet and Miles Morales, as well as many others, I mean, I've had them all, or many others killed off, Electra, Daredevil, Hulk, Ghost Rider, a bunch of them, because there's a dark history to all of them. In this right. timeline, Miles Morales killed his own father, because his father would not uh, go along with these spiders, because instead of the Spider-Verse, they have all made their way to this tainted, or this tainted part of the multiverse, made their way to that earth so there's an evil spider gwen there's an evil miles morales there's an evil peter parker and i even made it so uh mary jane parker is actually the mayor of new york yet her husband is also one of its chiefest enforcers she hulk is a prosecutor instead of a defense attorney it's all basically in a mirror darkly and this character i wrote is able to copy powers, any sort of enhancement power, whether it be mutants or even a spider power or anything like that, inhuman and whatnot, he is able to copy it and enhance it. And when he fought against uh he fought against Miles Morales, 
he gained Miles Morales' or precognition or spider sense, as well as his agility and everything else. I mean, he's fight or he also killed Quicksilver, so he's incredibly fast. So it's like this is or this being is systematically hunting down all of the heroes who are now villains to basically give the world a fighting chance against them because it's literally turned into a fascistic world in that universe. And I have fun writing it. I can create or I have creative ways of uh, killing off different Marvel characters. So, yeah, I mean, and it's like and everybody's like, well, you got to put that online, man. It's like I can't because I'd be sued by Marvel. I'm yeah. using copyright characters. So if people want a link to it, I will DM them the link to the yeah. story and it's ever evolving. And so that, that's I'm the other adding thing. a story each day. I I, I also have to give a shout out to Orange Hat. He put me in contact with Miss uh, Writer C.S. Johnson. She's absolutely awesome. She'll be on our Monday Mayhem show. Us, you guys are watching this stuff on Monday and later on. It's interesting mm -hmm. because she definitely got me even more pumped up to write my own individual story, actually. Nice. It's just, I don't know, very fun to just get in your thoughts and create your own stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, if people don't know about the comic industry, and I'm pretty sure you've heard these sentiments echoed by a lot of pros. The reason why a lot of them don't create new stuff for them it's not because they don't actually like what they're creating or drawing comics or any of that stuff. It's basically when it becomes successful, and if it does, the company goes like, you know, I kind of made you. I, I had my people hire you. My character, really. It's on my comic book. And it's like, fuck you. I'll go do my own thing. That's literally a good reason why. Because I know a lot of people have been saying, like, why don't they just create new characters? Inherently, that is not the wrong idea. That's most fans no, would say that. The problem here is they can't really create new characters because they don't not gonna have actually ties to them. Not, it's not technically theirs that goes under their brands to do to actually create new characters. It would inherently push you to go and do a place like Image or Dark Horse, or you just go do your own thing. Yep. But yeah, Marvel and DC are relatively by that standard creatively bankrupt. Mm -hmm. The creators don't want to create new stuff for them. Why would you? I mean, they or it's like I or. If they feel so inclined for this uh, story, if I or when I finish it, it's like you want to take on the story, go right ahead. But you know what? Um, I will not sell it to you. Mm -hmm. Well, we could just take it. It's like no, you can't because I have the only copy to it. Unless uh, you go after anybody who I've sent it to, and they won't, or they definitely won't uh, let you have it. But um. Uh, or I just love writing it because it offers a take against the narrative. I mean, Miss Marvel, not Captain Marvel in this universe, but Miss Marvel, who is Carol Danvers, she or my character stops her from killing two gay guys in San Francisco. So it's basically, um, or she's aunt, or she's uh, very bigoted in her ways. She's also anti or anti man, and it's or that was the one or that was one story where it's like, you know what? I am going to put in a little bit of narrative or to counter their narrative. So, but she also dies in a very brutal fashion too. And I mean, She Hulk got ripped in half in my or in my story. So literally, as she's reverting back to her human form. My character just rips her apart because, well, unbeknownst to him at the time, 
when he fought Hulk, he was able to transform into a Hulk himself because he witnessed that enhancement. All he needs to do is see it happen and he can do it. So when he, or the only time he got seriously injured was when he fought the warrior or Lady Sif in the Warriors 3. And then when they're getting ready to evacuate them with the Bifrost or pull their bodies back after they got killed, the Destroyer comes out of the Bifrost and attacks him. And so he takes sustained damage, but he also sends a uh, penance stare because he had fought Ghost Rider. He sends a penance stare through the armor to whoever's controlling it in Asgard, and the attacks from the Destroyer stops. But the Destroyer was also using his face beam direct or right up close and personal to the character. So the character's face got massively injured and burned. So he had to hunt down X-23, who has a better healing factor than Wolverine, mind you. And so he witnesses her being healed so that he also starts healing immediately as he's watching her heal because his genome allows him to absorb visual information and collectively archive it for his own enhancement. And it's like, damn, man, that is some cool shit. One thing I wanted to ask you was, I'm pretty sure you've seen the box OS numbers for the Marvel's Malcolm Man 2 recently. They've been pretty bad, let's just say this guy. So mm -hmm. I'll, I'll give you guys the easy, easiest rundown of it. The Marvel's cost anywhere near of like $274 million. That's a reported budget. They could just mm -hmm. threw that number out that I lied to you. It, it might be actually a lot more. Plus marketing. And it's brought in a total of $199 million worldwide. Okay? Flop is an understatement. That's just disappointment, just like my dad's involvement in my life. Aquaman yeah. 2's budget is $215 million, plus including marketing, obviously. It's now taken in – it's oh, right now currently taken in $300 million dollars. This is not That's just like superhero fatigue. Yeah, this is not just superhero fatigue. This is basically people going, we're just we not like the audience, doing. not just in the superhero movies anymore. Like maybe 2024 with Deadpool 3 changes something, maybe. But if Deadpool 3 doesn't make a profit, I'm talking, you know what I'm talking about, dude. Actually making a profit, guys. Not seeing $500 million in the box of us go, hey, made money. No, that's not how it works, okay, people? Deadpool yeah. 3 needs to actually perform very well. Deadpool 3 doesn't perform very well. And the other DC has nothing coming out. Oh, Joker 2. Joker 2. Yeah. If both those two movies don't perform very well, we're screwed. You might want to start canning so many superhero movies. It's looking really bad. To give you or to give people an idea of what or how a movie makes a profit, <laughs> it's a 1.5 to 2 time multiplier. Yes. When it comes to a budget, because mm -hmm. not only do you have to make back the budget of making the film, but you yes. also spend on marketing and right. you got to happily market a film like that. And so the marketing for uh, Captain Marvel, they need to make or 275 million is the conservative uh, estimate. However, they need to make around 600 million. Yes. Or a little less to break e just to break even. Yeah. So the flash. So if you guys, I use this, I use this example a lot because it's an easy one for people to follow. The flash had mm -hmm. a two hundred and twenty some odd million dollar budget. It needed seven fifty to break even. Reportedly, it needed six fifty like you six fifty to seven fifty to break even. Remember, yeah. break even. That doesn't mean you made money. 
That doesn't even mean, even mean you made profit. That means you just literally scratched the surface. That's that means hope. you just finally made it so that you paid off the movie itself and right. marketing. Yeah, now right. you gotta so, get more money past that. They didn't. That I don't even right. think they made four hundred million dollars. Right, and it's expected in the box office run of Aquaman two that it should hit like four fifty. Guys, that's still bad. It's that's terrible. All that is yeah. bad. So considering they're, they're, they need to make six hundred million just to break even. So what? There's obviously, as you know, man. There's multiple layers to this. There's super potential super superior fatigue. General audiences maybe given up. Maybe the the media did say this, and I, I know I, when even if I disagree with the media sometimes, I, I'll say if you made a good point, I'll agree with it. They made a point, and I was sitting there going like, "Wait a minute, hold on." The media makes a good point. I was like, "Okay, fuck, I'm about living in next dimension or something." They mentioned mm -hmm. the reason why that people didn't see some of those movies is because they didn't know who the characters were. Okay, if that's true, which I don't, uh, which I don't what? disagree with, then why are we not canceling the movies that don't have name recognition to them? If that's the reason why people aren't watching them. Why are we getting shows like Echo, Ironheart, The Thunderbolts? Nobody even cares about any of those characters. I mean, you got to be a serious uh, comic book aficionado yeah. to know who the St Thunderbolts are, yeah. to know who freaking Echo is. I've never even heard of Echo until I heard the name mentioned uh, when Hawkeye was coming out. And that was even not that good of a show from what I hear. No, but it's like, <laughs> you guys are honestly going this route. Nobody freaking understands any of this stuff. I looked at a fight scene in Echo between her and Daredevil, and I'm like, yeah. mm -hmm. what is this choreography? It sucks. I mean, uh, it's not so much that we have superhero fatigue. It's that we want a good superhero story. We don't want them pushing some sort of stupid-ass narrative of, woe is me, I'm a victim. No, mm -hmm. we don't care about that. We care about a hero's journey from being down in the dumps to rising above and prospering and being heroic. We want the bad guy to lose, and we want a good story along the way. Where you or where instead of doing that, they are saying men are bad, mm -hmm. women are awesome, you need to like women, or you're a bigot or you're sexist. And I'm sorry, it's mm -hmm. like I like women, I love women, I don't like your women because apparently <laughs> your women have dicks, and I'm sorry, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, your women are chicks with dicks, and turns out I'm not really I mean, into that actually. I mean, it's like, if you're into that sort of uh, crazy shit, then watch OnlyFans or whatever. But I want, or I don't want that shit in my superhero movies. It's another thing, too, because if we're being honest here, if you're just talking about specifically Captain Marvel and Aquaman, those first two movies, Captain Marvel's word of mouth is absolutely terrible. I, I don't think mm -hmm. I've talked to a single person in my life that has liked that movie. The only person that has liked that movie was my friend's dad and he is literally probably like 65 years old so he's always this is the guy that was never in a comic this is the guy that was or, or, or back in the day doing like hard drugs and alcohol and shit he wasn't reading no comic books he i asked him he's like i like captain marvel I was like, oh. that was the first person in my life that has ever said that guy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> i was like that's like you just hear the word of mouth based around captain marvel it's really bad it's really bad yeah. like that billion dollar number it made just if you discount that 
the, the how people speak about that movie, it, it, the way it's talked about, you would think that that is the worst MCU movie ever made, and it, it actually it's one of the, it's one of them. I, it it's is. not my personal worst. I have the Eternals in there, and I have Thor: Love and Thunder just above it, but it's definitely top ten, top five worst. It's it's bad. And then the Aquaman, Marvels is Aquaman literally, movie. the yeah, Marvels right. is literally the MCU's worst. It went underneath the Hulk, or the Incredible Hulk. The Hulk came out back in 2008, people. I was like, fucking, get it. I was in eighth grade when the Hulk came and, out. I was in eighth grade when that happened. And not only that, it did worse than the Hulk with inflation and without inflation. Oh, nothing got there. It did Hulk. It did worse than Incredible Hulk on opening day. So, you know, opening day is Friday yeah. for a lot of movies. Opening Four day, things. it did worse. That's terrible, people. That's bad. Preview, or preview day, opening yeah. day, first week. Or first weekend and the second week drop off, and then the fifth bonus one, the end of recording of the uh, earnings. All of them were underneath the Incredible Hulk. Oh, oh my God! Backing on the cake, <laughs> it got so, so yeah, bad. I reported on it. Went. It's like yeah. now it is officially the worst MCU film. Also, I mentioned it got so bad with the box office numbers. Disney literally was like, "We're not going to report on them anymore." Yeah, that's how you they, know that shit was Disney bad. abandoned it. Disney abandoned it. It's like we are not going to be reporting on this. And it's like, well, yeah, that's because you don't have two big Avengers movies, one before and one after, to have this thing sandwiched in between to make any money off of. That's the only reason why the are. Captain Marvel made any sort of success, yeah. it's because it was sandwiched in between Infinity War and Endgame. And guess what? It also was because Disney defended the hell out of it with cheat campaigns like redo or taking down Rotten Tomatoes in order to protect Captain Marvel. I was there when it happened. People weren't saying, all oh, this movie sucks. Or this movie is terrible before the movie even comes out, mind you. They were simply saying, we are not interested in this movie due to what the actress was saying in press tours and other instances. Yeah. Remember the, remember, people don't read magazines anymore, but even, even if you check like magazine logs from just 2017, 2018, before the movie came out, what was that slogan that came out? It was something like, the future of the MC was female or something. I forgot yeah, exactly what the it MCU, was. The MCU, the yeah. her O, and whatnot. <laughs> the wham. <laughs> wham. <Whammon. laughs> yeah. I mean, the Nerdrot or Nerdrotic and them are uh, overusing the MCU thing, but it's basically what it is now. But it is, or because, or, and that's why a lot of people are calling them bigoted and stuff. I mean, I, I don't think they're bigoted. I think they're entitled to their opinion. But it's like, I don't. I just checked out of it. That's why I started writing my own stories. It's like I take the basic information that I know plus a little bit extra and I put it into my story and I have them die in horrible ways. So it's like, yeah, or not even the kid characters who are enhanced individuals are safe in this universe. My Or the first uh, runaway that I killed was Victor Mancha, which is Ultron's kid. And it's like, yeah, I totally incinerated that kid. Uh, when it comes to Molly Hayes, who is super strong, she's going to get beaten to death. 
So when that, well, spoilers ahead, folks, I haven't written that story part yet. I allow my followers on Twitter to uh, decide who's going to die next. Right now, it's going to be a mutant who's going to die next between Storm, Colossus, Cyclops, or Psylocke. And the there, if you want to check it out, it's at Orange Hat 2185. It stops at 8 a.m. in the next morning. But right now, I believe Cyclops is in the middle or is in the lead by a little bit. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like, I don't think anybody voted for Storm. It's like, that's the <laughs> one I... Or that's the one I really want to kill, though, because her powers or inheriting her powers would like make my character a lot stronger. The other thing to mention with Aquaman on the other part of the discussion <laughs> is Aquaman mm-hmm. is a movie where you know people think people enjoyed it to a certain extent from what I've from word of mouth. I've, oh, yeah. I watched it myself. It's it's enjoyable, but even with Aquaman, are you really clamoring for like I gotta just I need to see a sequel to this? I need a sequel. No, nope. it's just I like, mean, ugh. I uh, remember giving Aquaman a very positive review when I yeah, did a review for Aquaman. I thought it was fine. It was good. Part. It was good yeah. for what it was. It was entertaining. It had mm-hmm. a good song. I mean, I like that song at the end of it. Oh, uh, yeah. Plus, mm-hmm. Julie Andrews being the Karathan or voicing the Karathan was like just pure awesome. And that scene where he is talking to the Karathan is, in my opinion, award worthy. However, after 2020 or 2021 or 2022, one of the years that went by recently, um, and the Depp versus Heard, I, I just couldn't remove or separate art from artist when it comes to Amber Heard. So I have not watched Aquaman for the longest time because I cannot stomach to even watch that right. one. It, it's also what people don't understand, things massively changed because back when this all went down, this was kind of in the midst of the Johnny Heard Amber death situation with <laughs> peaking at other moments. We didn't get the trial back then. The trial actually didn't happen until literally last year. And then, you know, reportedly well, she has a lot more ago, screen yeah. time. She Reportedly she has a lot more screen time in Aquaman 2 than was previously announced. Might be because people told her, hey, just, just, I, Walter Mata probably told her, hey, just tell the people you have less screen time because, because this is the thing that the media and a lot of people also highlighted. A lot of people did not go see The Flash because of what Ezra Miller did. It's a very mm-hmm. known thing. That's one yeah. of the main reasons why it failed. So if people, factor in, if people just, just didn't go see The Flash based off what Ezra Miller may or may not have allegedly did outside of choking that woman, he did do that. Then why would they think keeping her in a movie would keep people actually going to see that movie? I mean, that's why people were saying that they weren't going to watch Aquaman yeah, too. They, they, it's they like, if she has them. any screen time, we're not in it, or we're not going to see it. Mm-hmm. And they had millions of people not go to see it, and that's mm-hmm. why it's failing. And the people who did see it, well, um, congratulations, you endorsed and you supported a spousal abuser. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just the facts of the case, folks. She is admitted on tape to abusing Johnny Depp. Now, I don't think Johnny Depp is by any case perfect here either. I mean, both have their problems. But she is literally uh, admitted on tape to spousal abuse, to verbal or to verbal abuse and to mental abuse and whatnot. And yet, when you wanted to say, well, we, we got to let people know what it's about and whatnot, mm-hmm. um, I'm sorry, but you are still putting money towards it. I get that you need content, but guess what? There's so much other content out there that you could have done that day. Me, I will stand by my principles. I won't ever watch Aquaman 2 to allow it to have any money. 
I I even got rid of freaking um, Max or HBO Max because, well, one, the price was just too high per month. And two, they were jacking it up even further. And it's like, I'm sorry, but I'm out. I can't abide your prices anymore. Not to mention, I only watched it for a couple of things. And now that I've seen them, I have no more interest in it. I checked out The Flash uh, when or out of sheer boredom, but I never went to the theaters to do it. I waited for it to go on to streaming. And it's like, well, okay, I checked out The Flash. And honestly, sure. You got a couple of nostalgia moments with uh, Michael Keaton. Yeah. But even those moments were not that good. I'm like, oh, my I God. I thought and then, girl was so trash. She was such garbage. Her the acting was wood. her acting was somewhat here and there. But when it comes to the CGI, which made her look absolutely ugly as fuck, I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, seriously. This isn't any good. You change, or it's like, what the hell did you guys do here, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, Zack Snyder himself kind of really fucked up uh, his universe when he made the dick pods for going to the Phantom Zone in Man of Steel. Also, another I thing, mean, I know you know, I, I you mentioned this earlier in the show, the whole whammon thing. In The Flash, mm-hmm. did you, you, you watched it. Supergirl is beating on General Zod. This is General Zod we're talking about here. The guy who was mm-hmm. almost basically leveling a city in Man of Steel. I'm supposed to believe he's not going to throw a punch at her? She quite literally yes. is just beating him up, and he's not fighting back. Like Until to- once, or until the second that he does fight back and kills her. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, I, I know people have been going very crazy about the whole women being stronger than men, but I'm sitting there like, oh my god, the Kryptonians are like on similar levels of strength. He can easily fight her back. Why is she just wailing on him? He's not because fighting back. She's actually the she's actually the weaker. She's not the she's stronger. She's the weaker. Yeah. Because yeah. then when he actually did fight back, she died rather quickly. And, and it's like <laughs> that knife thing. That knife thing isn't like ingested with crypto. Why, why, why was the spike able to just kill them? And first of all, foremost, because it's if native Kryptonian technology. Just, well, if he it's had Kryptonian. this back in 2013, why didn't he just use this against Superman then? It's just like it creates all this stupid confusion. If he because had he, that, then he, he, he just ditched use his armor when he ditched his armor when fighting Superman. Oh Lord, I hate movies. No. Now, I actually like Man of Steel. I actually, to a degree, liked uh, the Ultimate Edition of BDS. Um, However, I also, to a degree, liked Zack Snyder's Justice League. To a degree, I say. But, I mean, one of the things I actually liked in that one was Evil 1. And if it wasn't for the Flash going light speed and turning back time, there you go. They actually showed you both scenarios, success and defeat or and failure. And it's like, that's why this movie or they should have allowed this movie to be released. Now, do I like the fact that Amber Heard is in it? No, I don't. I can't. Or after the trial, it's like, Jesus Christ, I can't even watch this movie anymore to have any real enjoyment out of it. But it's or I do honestly wish that they would at least do an animated continuation of the story with the actors uh, voicing the characters in the animated story because that way you still have a sense of continuity and you still have um, 
uh, Zack Snyder continuing the story. It's like, just fucking make it animated, you know? Just continue it in an animated setting. But you well, can you still know how people view that, right, dude? Can, the Snyder Freaks Snyder, can still like, their universe. I, I, well, it's it, you know how people would view animation from their side of it. They think animation is like for kids, cartoony or some shit. That's that's the only if reason that was why. The case, if that was the case, they wouldn't, or the uh, DCE or AU wouldn't have been as successful as it was. I mean, yeah. in they have lesbian sex in the DCAU in a cartoon movie. They also have freaking people getting torn apart in half, having their heads ripped open like this in freaking dark or apocalypse war and it's like holy shit man i mean i thought that that was actually a good movie and the dcau i thought it was actually pretty good batman versus robin uh bat or son of batman i thought those were good movies i also or they had more or it was more not just for kids it was actually more for adults because Mm -hmm. they had teams that were very much not for kids I mean, you have a woman literally bust out naked to have sex with her girlfriend in the uh, Suicide Squad movie. The other thing I want to ask you before we move on to Star Wars, and I know you have a lot of opinions on, on the new Star Wars, Shinoi, Pakistan liquor store yeah. owner fucking looking lady. <laughs> so they, they, all these people look like they should own liquor stores, just saying. But um, so how are you feeling about James Gunn's DCEU or DCU, as I should say, coming up? You think he's going to do a good job or not- DOA? I will not embrace it in any shape, way, or form. I do not support James Gunn. I will never support James Gunn. That's why I haven't watched Guardians of the Galaxy 3. It's mm. because, I, as far as I am concerned, James Gunn is unwatchable for me. Because the man, you don't joke about wanting to touch kids and then say, oh, well, it's a joke. And then you host a pedophile-themed party I'm sorry, but after those two things, that's called a pattern. I'm kind of believing that this man has a very sick fetish for children, and I do not believe that that person, despite how good their uh, objective quality of their work is, I do not believe that that person should be endorsed or supported in any shape, way, or form. I will not watch anything that James Gunn has his hands in, and that includes the DC Universe going forward including the Batman 2 and all or Superman legacy and all the things otherwise I will not support him because I do believe that that man is a closeted pedophile hmm. the other thing to bring up now is Star Wars there's been obviously a lot of you know uh good old Disney oh, yeah it, 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 it's, almost, it's almost as if like they just enjoy getting outraged it's crazy how people say people like nerd Roddick and Gar- uh ryan and jeremy love to get people outraged but you know disney loves to outreach people themselves with their blatantly bad decisions just in general and mm-hmm. it's always interesting man because people will always say oh you guys are just seeing ghosts that's not really happening lady clearly says she's an activist and puts activism in her documentaries no but that's just people just seeing things right no people your ears are off stop being deaf stop being retarded as you start listening that's what should happen it's just okay so we're going to go if we're going down this diversity route why can't we get actual actually like qualified people you know if you're going to do this whole diversity route which i still don't agree with i think you should hire someone based on the qualifications obviously but if this is the route we must go down 
why are we not getting qualified diversity hires? She quite literally is unqualified to direct the Star Wars movie in every single way possible. And yeah, it's not because all she's done women. is all she's done is documentaries in Pakistan. That's all she's ever done. Yeah. And it's like you expect her to do a Star Wars movie? You out of your mind? Well, don't even connect. I mean, <laughs> not only that, it's like I love making men uncomfortable. I enjoy making men uncomfortable. It's like, oh, well, that's eight years old, or that statement was eight years old. Doesn't mean she doesn't still believe it. Mm -hmm. And not only that, she is absolutely ignorant of the fact that women shaped Star Wars back in 1976 before Star Wars was ever released to the public. Back in 1976, when Marsha Lucas started editing A New Hope. She mm -hmm. broke that glass ceiling. What uh, obeyed Charmaine or Charmaine obeyed Shinoy. Mm -hmm. um, she's saying, I enjoy breaking glass ceilings and I'm going to break the glass. Ceiling. It's like you are stepping on glass shards so finely crushed when it comes to Star Wars and females that you won't even make a sound because it is crushed into fine powder. Mm -hmm. There is no glass ceiling. It was shattered long before you ever came along, long before even Disney came along to buy Star Wars. And then Disney came along and reset the clock. And guess what? They still shattered the ceiling before you came along because you had Deborah Chow, Bryce Dallas Howard, and all those other ones with Rebels and Mandalorian and Ahsoka and all those other shows. And it's like, well, yeah, they already beat you to it, woman. You ain't busting any glass ceilings. You ain't busting anything. You're not even getting guys to bust a nut. I mean, I'm sorry, but you're just not that interesting. And you're going to say when your movie fails, oh, it's racism. No, nobody fucking cares. And not only that, everybody is, or all the fucking pregnant Ray freaks are coming back out. All the <laughs> bigger fucking names and the, I'm sorry, or I'm not going to fucking name names. I did that on my uh, stream last night on my uh, weekly recap, if you guys mm -hmm. want to know what names are called out, see it there. But they were all saying there's this shot going around of Ray pregnant. Before the movie even had a director or had any sort of pre-production, they're showing some sort of scene that shows Ray pregnant. And I'm like, this is clearly fake, but you have these big-name YouTubers in our community who are spreading this like it's actually happening when they should know better. They only were doing it for the fucking clicks and the fucking monetization because they know that their followers, no offense to their followers, but if you are believing that shit because they say it, you are fucking retarded. <laughs> I'm sorry to say that. If you are believing what these bigger YouTubers say, the fucking rumor mongering and all that shit, mm -hmm. that means they have no integrity. That means they only are freaking going off of their tits or their freaking rumors saying they have inside sources when I don't believe for a fucking second they do. Their and sources are a pack of McDonald's ketchup and a pack of McDonald's mustard. No, I'm pretty sure sources. that is it. And it's like, <laughs> you guys are believing this shit. You're giving them clicks. When we have people like me, you, and others who are actually doing reporting on shit that is actually verified. I mean, I, whenever I read a Bounding in the Comics, I mean, shout out to Bounding, but whenever <laughs> I read an article that has WDW Pro or Doomcock as one of the people who are reporting this shit, I automatically will be like, man, no, okay, I'll skip over that. Yeah, I, I just really couldn't do it with Doomcock. It's not that 
it's not the helmet thing. I, I just kind of knew he uh, he kind of reminded me of someone else in like the DCE fandom space on YouTube. Yeah. And it was like, this is not a bad person, but this person is deliberately lying, saying they yeah. have sources when this information is verifiably false and it's still not happening. Remember when Dunkock kept talking about Kathleen Kennedy? Yes. Fired? And when they said that, or when they actually uh, promoted uh, Filoni to work with Kathleen Kennedy, I fucking went nuts on him. It's like, to Doomcock, to all you fuckers out there who freaking monetized off of Kathleen Kennedy's going to be fired. Kathleen Kennedy's going to be fired. Kathleen Kennedy's going to be fired. She's going to be fired any day now. She's going to be fired tomorrow. She's going to be fired <laughs> at the end of the year. And it still fucking hasn't happened. I'm sorry, folks. But if you believe those fucking YouTubers, if you find any, or I mean, hey, if you enjoy watching, that's on you. But I'm sorry, you are literally destroying your brain cells by watching them just because they either have tits, a cool looking helmet, or sources does not make a good YouTuber. A person who has passion, who is humble, who is trying to inform and doesn't give a fuck about the money, mm -hmm. who is literally trying to inform people about shit that's going on. Those are the people that I would follow. Me? I demonetized myself on YouTube. I won't monetize because I do, I'm not doing it for the money. I don't care about the money. I'm sorry to those who sent me uh, Super Chats. I turned it on because I thought, well, why not? I was, or at the time, I was a little bit hurting for money. But I found out that I can't freaking get it because I couldn't get the... Uh, monetization shit to work properly and then they're saying well you need to recertify again and it's like fuck this i'm done nope i'm sorry <laughs> yeah i can't fucking deal with that shit and i'm not gonna freaking monetize if i don't have to and i don't have to until 2025 when i'm able to actually get my freaking driver's license which is three addresses old <laughs> oh yeah i forgot i have yeah. no reason to monetize because yeah. i can't really send anything in you know mm -hmm. But other than that, I also don't even think I will monetize even then. Because as I say, it's not about the money. It's not, it it's is not about even really letting worth it. know what is going on. Oh, it is about, uh, yeah. it's about letting I, When I was bigger you. on YouTube, the, people thought I was making all this money. It's like, no, I was probably making like one. You're, you're at, my average was like 120 to like 180. Yeah. That, like, that's nothing to quit your day job over, people. I'm just saying. That's just... Mm -mm. It's not really, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, sure, you got the bigger groups like Geeks and Gamers who are raking in a bunch of fucking money with their websites and with their yeah. super chats because people are willing to give them $50, $100, and this and that. Yeah. And you know what? That's your choices. That's uh, that's fine. But honestly, when it comes to certain groups and how they are using racial, ter actually racist fucking terms in their reviews... And then they're trying to uh, backpedal and say, well, that language was actually part of their language. And it's like, no, it actually wasn't. So what excuse do you have now? Well, anybody who doesn't agree with us are fucking assholes and dipshits anyway. It's like, oh, so now you're going to insult the people of our community who actually were fucking standing behind you, who were supporting you and shit? Fuck you all. Another thing to bring fucking, up. Or, that's why I up. say, stay humble. Oh, another thing I wanted to bring up was, you know, all these people claim that they love women in the stars community. I, where's all this love for Patty Jenkins? Where's this outrage for Patty Jenkins? 
I mean, yep. she was quite literally treated like complete shit by Disney or Lucasfilm, I should say. Lucasfilm and Kathleen Kennedy. Because Kathleen mm-hmm. Kennedy is in charge. Lucasfilm. Yep. Several other people in Lucasfilm are heading the film department. The other, that other lady who was... I, I, I forgot which project she was attached to, but there was another lady who was let go of a project because of something or whatever with the Gina Carano situation. There's... Oh, yeah. You're the confusing the, but I'll use the most recent example because you guys do thrive off of recency bias. Patty Jenkins completely just brought around... Well, Patty Jenkins also wrote her... or nailed her own coffin shut when she was uh, talking about or doing her freaking Wonder Woman 84 thing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. She complete or she didn't get sympathy because, well, yeah, she kind of proved that she was not a good person to begin with. <laughs> it's just crazy how these people always claim that they they support women, but they have to be certain. And when women, women get their asses fired, <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, right. She literally you had don't to support give you women. You support a hive mind of women. She literally had to give an update to her Rogue Squadron movie on her twit longer for talking about another movie, which is Wonder Woman mm-hmm. 3. That's how you got the update to Rogue Squadron. They had basically canceled that movie ages ago. Basically, I said before, they saw the reception to it. They saw the you know, the great stuff that she did, and they were like, no, nah, nope. But why not come out and say it? Why not be like, hey, we are not going to move forward with Patty Jenkins' movie? Simple. That's all you have to do. Yeah. I mean, it really is ridiculous how they think that we are actually stupid when we, or when everything is on a public forum and we can just look it up. And it really is freaking sad that they really think that disrespecting audiences is how you uh, get money. It's like that is literally the antithesis of business. It's also weird, man, because now you have these crazy, weird, sycophant, soy boy, beta loser dudes like John Roca, who's been basically irrelevant forever, talking about fucking men should grab their balls and, oh, directing stars, being directed by a woman, you'll be okay. And it's like, everyone knows women have been at the helm of Star Wars forever. Quite literally, George Lucas's wife, mm-hmm. I guess that would be the, the grandf- grandmother of all women in Star Wars, right? Just recently, Bryce Dallas Howard, I swear. I mean, Ahsoka was out recently, and, you know, it had its reception, I would say. So I, I just yeah. don't understand why. It's always, you can tell, like, the common sense is poking into their brain, but it doesn't penetrate. Because they're like, I can't accept that reality. Nope, can't accept that reality. Because if I do, I know I'll admit that I'm wrong. Because he's quite literally mentioning people saying that they hate are hating on Charmed, oh boy, whatever, just to hate her because... Uh, just because she's a woman, that's quite literally just factually untrue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like people just, I don't know, get hard off lying for some reason. There it's was, their and- go-to. It is literally their go-to. It's like, okay, well, you're sexist. Mm-hmm. Why? What did I say that was sexist? You don't like the fact that she's a woman. I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. I did say that she has every problem with men. That she is a misandrist. I didn't say the, uh, that I hated her because she's a woman. I said I didn't like her because of her actions and her words. I do not think that she is competent to do a movie like Star Wars. Honestly, if I was Disney and I was seeing all this negative press, I'd be like, you know what? We are going to, oh, I'm sorry, Miss Chinoy, 
but um, you have proven to be rather ignorant in what you have said. You are unaware of the history of the franchise. You, We are um, giving you an opportunity to direct, and you have shown that you are only contributing to the greater division of fans. We want to try to bring them back. We want to try to entertain. You are pushing a narrative that is no longer viable, so I'm sorry, we will reconsider, and you are no longer a part of this project. If I was Disney, that is what I would say. And if she tried saying, well, they have, or they are just being sexist because they don't want, it's like, I would, or then come out and say to the public after we fired them, it's like, we will be making a, uh, or we will be making a press conference and we will be pointing out exactly why you have been fired, not what your perceptions of why you were fired. Has nothing to do with your gender. Has everything to do with what your actions. Your yeah. actions just made this movie no longer viable. You've damaged oh. our product. Yeah, other thing to bring up is people. These people are parrots. So many horrible talking points. You had one today. Then I'm going to go over my main show. A guy said the first. He legit said in his tweet the first Star Wars film released back in 1977 was basically shot like a documentary. I no, swear, really look, that's not a human. That is a bot. You know how it was revealed yeah. that the HBO Max guy was putting out bots to fuck with people? That's not a mm -hmm. human. No human thinks that. That is not a person. That is an AI-generated whatever. There's no one I've met on this planet that has ever thought that. That that has to be just fake news. I'm bringing oh, back definitely. that thing. <laughs> that's some fake news. Fuck that shit. Oh, yeah, it is. It is <laughs> fake news because it's like, you honestly think that people are that stupid? They'll take one look at episode four and realize, no, this isn't a documentary. You know what is a documentary? It's called Empire of Dreams. <laughs> That's a documentary. That goes over yeah. the making of the uh, trilogy. How George Lucas nearly died after making the first movie because he had a heart attack and whatnot. Also, same thing also happened to... Uh, Steven Spielberg, I mean, him and George Lucas have that in common. They both oh, nearly yeah. died during their biggest freaking blockbusters ever. Yeah, hey, as I told you, a smaller, if you're a smaller guy on YouTube or wherever you do social media content or whatever, you want it bad enough, you'll, these, some, some of the greatest people you know have died almost for their best things ever. Like, like mm -hmm. literally almost on the cusp of death or oh, yeah. dead, obviously, you know? And so, oh, yeah, it's like just, do if you love it, do it. If you don't, or if you feel like it's a burden, step back for a bit. Mm -hmm. But do it because you like it. Don't do it for the fucking money and the mm -hmm. clicks. Do it because you want to inform people. Yeah, I sometimes complain that I get lower views and whatnot. But honestly, it's not so much that the view count is low. It's because the information is important. And I believe that it is important enough that it should have more views yeah i know i'm not gonna be as big as the ryan kennels and the geeks and gamers and the doomcocks out there but at least i can say that when i grew my channel i grew it without getting on these humongous channels and getting subs driven that way even when i was on uh one person's channel who it was a member of geeks and gamers 
I wasn't even, or I was at 185. I didn't even get to 200. That wasn't really a boost for me. Yeah. I earned my way getting up there with a little bit of support here and there. I will yeah. acknowledge that I received some support from some bigger channels who has retweeted and shared some of my stuff out. And I am thankful for them. And I will always be thankful for them. But it's not like I was going on a huge channel, like to be completely honest, and that Star Wars girl where they're like, get these guys to 1,000 subs and just keep on going from there. No, I didn't do any of that shit. And then if a person does do that, can you really honestly say that you earned it? No, you had somebody else do it for you. I'm not saying that to piss people off. I'm saying that because it's factual. You freaking didn't earn it yourself. You had you had to have help. And they were persistent enough to help you do it in order to get you there. That was a crutch. I climbed Everest with hands. You climbed it with a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, I, I told people, there's not nothing wrong with collabs. Obviously, what we're doing right now is technically a collab in, in, in some ways, right? Yes, collaborating but, is fine. I have no yeah, problem with also, that. I also, I, I find it very fun, but I, I think people have to understand. Or like, let, let, let's use Nerdrotic, for example. I'm, I don't know if you watch FNT, but Ryan mentioned this in one of the no. episodes recently, where Ryan's got, what, 284K subs? Well, guys, Gary okay. has like almost 900. So as mm -hmm. you guys know, Ryan appears on Gary's show consistently. Okay, four yeah. weeks out of the entire year. Okay, every show, mm -hmm. he, I, yes, he did probably get a boost being there initially, but over time, mm -hmm. that started matter. earning it himself. Yeah, you got to put in the work if you really want it that bad. You just got to put in the work, and then there's going to be days like you had a few years ago. You don't want to do it anymore. It's what happens with people, but you just kind of yeah. push through it and go. I want to keep doing it. You know, you just mm -hmm. have to keep doing it. It's, it's all it really is, you know? And it's a, a journey, just, too. It's a growth journey. Yeah, a lot of people just want to be, just to be honest, there are a lot of people just want to be clout chasers. That's really there is, is. Yes, honestly. there are those who are fucking clout chasers. I've actually been accused of being a clout chaser <laughs> because I called out bigger channels. And it's like, that ain't me chasing clout. Mm -hmm. I don't give a mm -hmm. fuck if I get bigger uh, subs because I called them out. That's not why I'm calling them out. I'm calling them out because they sacrificed integrity for mm -hmm. clicks. And that is why I called them out. Not to mention, if you freaking go after my friends on here, I'm going to call your ass out again publicly mm -hmm. as well. But it's like, look, as I said, I'm doing this to inform people. I never, or if I get a million subs, that is only a byproduct of me doing my job of informing people. I know, or I don't want to get a million subs without earning it. I want to climb the mountain myself with mm -hmm. a little bit of help here and there, just in case I stumble, a little bit of support is okay. But, and I'm not saying that, and if you do helicopter up or shoot up like a meteor because of your affiliations, that's fine and dandy, but don't let it go to your head mm -hmm. because when you do, the honest truth is you grew too fast and you weren't mature enough to handle it. Mm -hmm. You let it go to your head and think that the people who you were once on par with are now beneath you, not below you, but beneath you. And when I say that, I'm talking about the mental uh, definitions of it. When mm -hmm. somebody is below you, they are well under you. Yes, but you are not seeing them as beneath you. When you see them beneath you, 
you are seeing them as inferior. That is not the case when it comes to certain YouTubers. I know YouTubers who are around my level of subs who are even lower than me and who are a little bit higher than me. The under 10K YouTubers are some of the best YouTubers. Now, yes, you have a couple of them that are still humble, like Forces Light or Force of Light Entertainment and uh, OMB Reviews and Mark with a C and Demogeni and whatnot. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. they are some great people. And plus the uh, Dark Council and whatnot. Good people there. Yeah. But you also have some of those people. I mean, Ryan Kennel is a good guy here. But he's also said some stuff that is very, um, shall we say, I wouldn't agree with him, especially when you are doing or saying things that kind of insult the uh, people that you're who are supporting you as well. <laughs> because when he called uh, freaking Doomcock's uh, followers retards, it's like uh, some of them are your followers too, dude. Or probably, probably a big realize they, that, right? It all kind of conjugate together to some to some extent, you know. I mean, me personally, I say that a lot of his followers are retards because or retard as in held back and hindered. I'm not meaning it in derogatory sense. They're held back and hindered because either if or because if they are believing it, that is what makes them held back and hindered. If mm -hmm. they are only watching just to see what he's saying, then that doesn't apply. Because I am going to clarify, because some people do need the clarification. Oh, I mean, it's uh, like, well, you said this, and it's like, yeah, but do you understand context? I don't think people do. Co context has been wildly thrown out for a long time. Unfortunately, yes, and it has been for a lot of people in our community as well. I mean, there are, I'm not going to mention specific names now, right now, but um, I had a falling out with a couple of bigger names. Um, and it's mainly because they decided to insult members of our community who also follow them. It's like, dude, you literally just called us fucking Disney shills simply because you have a difference of opinion. I mean, it was during the whole um, 2023 uh, Return of the Jedi when it was going to theaters. If you or if you go to. Uh, the theaters to watch Return of the Jedi, you're a Disney shell. No, that's not. What about the people who are just trying to bring their kids or their grandkids to the theaters to witness the magic that they did all those years ago? What if they just wanted to have their kids um, have that magical experience themselves? Did you ever think about that? No, you didn't. Because then you started insulting people even further and saying, well, people are taking us out of context. No, we are literally going by what you just fucking said, and you're completely ignoring us. And then you're having some other people, not going to name names, fucking saying that we're talking shit about them on streams when me and a friend were just talking about Empire Strikes Back and our mm -hmm. love for that movie. And it's like, we never talked shit about you. Dude, I'm sorry, but you kind of fucking owe us an apology. We ain't apologizing for shit. Well, fine. Fuck you. Um, I don't care if you're a fucking big name or not. Just because you're a big name doesn't mean you're a fucking, or only means you have a fucking big ego, apparently. And you know what? They didn't like being called out, and they're like, oh, you're just attacking us for clout. It's like, the fuck I am. If I see something that I disagree with, I have a right to express my opinion. Doesn't necessarily mean that I'm targeting you. 
I don't even know why your shit's coming across my fucking timeline, especially when I fucking either muted your ass or just fucking blocked your ass altogether. But then I get blocked by them, and then they fucking come after me after they block me. So it's like, fuck you to the moon. If you think that I'm that insufferable, why don't you say it to my fucking face instead of hiding behind a block button? Yeah, as people do now on Twitter, which is crazy because people could, on Twitter could just mute someone. Muting is so much more better than blocking in general. Sure, but when it. you mute, you still get, or if somebody retweets them that you're following, you still see it. And like so, I said, I have mm-hmm. no problem with these people. I mean, if they want to be civil again in the future, I'll be civil right back. I'm not going to freaking throw shade and shit at them. I'm si- or I'm going to tell my side of it, but and as they have done themselves. But then again, I'm willing to come to the table and talk it out. Can the same be said about them? I don't know. That's up to them. Well, I'll you. Any plans coming up coming up in 2024 for your channel, or you're gonna keep doing the same thing like you were doing last year? Uh pretty much doing the same thing. I'm trying to get the 1500 subs. Uh I didn't make that goal at the end of the year, unfortunately. Um, I'm stuck at 1479 to 1480. Uh, I just need that small little boost. Also, because uh AdSense is the whole monetization thing, it's like I don't want to be monetized. YouTube, can you help me by allowing me to see my watch time and sub count again? Because I can't see that in the earning area. I mean, it's yes, I said I didn't want to monetize. But that may change down the line. Um, I have a birthday sub or stream coming up on the 1st of February, most likely. Um, Because that's when my birthday is. But my goal is to get the 1,500 subs by my birthday. If I do, uh, I'll try to think of something to do. But other than that, I got my... uh, Wednesday and or Tuesday theme streams, which is this month. It is movie versus movie where I discuss which movie is better. Uh, Tomorrow is going to be Armageddon versus Deep Impact. Two asteroid movies that came out less than two months apart. (laughs) And uh, then I got the Barroom podcast with uh, Society Reviews tomorrow night. We have him on Saturday. You guys guys doing some good work. I, I told him I would come on. It's just... When he has his stuff, I have my stuff literally at the exact same time. I, I no, dude, I come it, on. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it's yeah, called it's, a, things, or it's called. You you chose the other black guy. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> well, I found him first. Oh god, well, no yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I found yeah. my black friend first. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, oh, oh my sure. god, man, and yeah, I mean, I, there are some are. We've had gospel, or Mark with a C. Or the gospel according to Mark with Sion, he's also or he's also one of the humble man. I mean, if you're a bigger name and you're humble, I'll freaking support you. I'll watch your videos. I'll take a listen. But if you freaking shoot up in your subs and then are like fuck you and then ignore the people who have supported you and who had you on their channels and you on their channels and then suddenly just cut off fucking contact because oh you're a bigger name now. Uh, no, I'm not going to really support you. In fact, I'll silently stop supporting you. And then they're like, well, what happened to you, man? What happened? What did you also forget that communication works both ways? 
I mean, I mean that's hey, something that a lot of them are forgetting. Decency forever, for being honest yeah. here. <laughs> and like I said, everybody is invited onto my channel, including people I don't agree with. I'm willing to have a civil discussion with them on my channel. My invites to my channel is always open. Whether you're a bigger channel or a smaller channel, I prefer the smaller channels because I would like them to have a little bit of support getting their uh, subs up. Right, Kitty recently got her uh, 800 count. I'm hoping she gets to 1,000 before June because I do believe that she is worth uh, supporting. I also believe that uh, people like C.S. Johnson is also worth supporting. I think, or I wish that sh her comic system uh, comes out right because apparently uh, it's a little bit like uh, Young Rippa's with the Rippaverse, but it's a different one altogether. And it's like, hey, maybe you guys could actually do a collab or some shit. Who knows? Mandy uh, Summers is also pretty cool. I mean, I've supported her work a little bit here and there. Gave a little bit to that. Yeah, I bought C.S. Johnson's book. I bought it. I just, yeah. I'm pretty sure it came in. If I can find it on my, my big giant packages I always get, I would I told her, I'm going to review it. I'm going to read it. I, I have a lot of plans for doing like book reviews in terms of like graphic novels and all that stuff. So no, we C.S. Johnson's awesome. Man, Mandy Summers. Fuck. I know. Oh, God. I know you're about. Yeah, I know you're about. Yeah, she the takes a lot of selfies. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I'll, I'll say that. Okay. That's the best way of putting that. <laughs> She's a selfie and a wrestling fan, and she looks like she could be a wrestler. <laughs> and she looks like she could be anybody, um, be, be my wife. You never know, people. You never know. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's crazy how people said Eric Zola was racist and he employed, uh, his, they call his employees racist, but I was like, you know, they're just not. A bunch of white supremacists working for a black guy. Just yeah, people right. Are, people are insane. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, people are like white supremacists are in our nerd communities. No. Yeah, white supremacists are going out to comic book shops every Wednesday buying comic books. Probably, let's be honest here, Black Panther books. Just mm -hmm. saying, or Black Lightning, obviously. And they're playing Yu-Gi-Oh cards. No, people, yeah. does that make sense in your brains? <laughs> no, it's not happening. You're actually seeing ghosts. That's wrong. I used to be a heavy Yu-Gi-Oh player until uh, it got way too fucking complicated for me. Oh Lord! And the last thing I ask you is uh, anything, any shout outs you want to give to anyone in particular? Anything else you want to say before we head out? Well, shout out to you. Uh, shout out to my mm -hmm. friend Jade Shadow. Mm -hmm. uh, she's a great YouTuber, folks. She's basically, as she says on uh, her you or her Twitter profile, she's a prob problematic. See you next Tuesday. Mm -hmm. uh, if you like brutal stuff, she's also a gamer on Kick and Twitch and whatnot. But if you like brutal opinions, she's definitely one to watch. She's on my channel and I'm on hers. Uh, also, check out Society Reviews. Uh, mm -hmm. The are also uh, Cold Classic Cage and a bunch or a couple few others. Cider Hype, who is now heading up of uh, Bounding into Comics mm -hmm. because John F. Trent went to uh, higher pastures or greener pastures or something like that. Whatever the yeah, term Thunder is, Rosen, he's doing a great job on Fandom Pulse. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, I definitely and, see a feature um, for that because you know he wants to be the editor of Bounty in the Comics and all that drama. But I, it's always better to do your own thing. It, you know, he oh, can yeah. have his own, his own. Well, shout out to the boys playing. and girls at, or shout out to the boys and girls at Bounty because they're doing good stuff. Mm -hmm. They're trying yeah, to informing yeah. people. Now they're giving an alternative. Them. They're giving an alternative to the rags that are the mainstream media. You know, mm -hmm. and. Yeah, it's been great. Great to talk to you, man. Once again, can't wait to yeah. have you on for a third appearance later in the year. But we'll see you guys later. Have a great night, everybody. Peace.